You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. We are back, back on that quest, that quest for 100, Justin. The quest is going. We are full throttle with questing. Happy Independence Day. Yes, the 4th. May the 4th be with you. No. No, No, this is July 4th. Yeah. Uh, Something about uh, a day. uh, It's not just about the... What's the Bill Pullman line in... Independence Day? Independence Day? I don't remember. Aliens! Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Something about... uh, It's not just a day for... Americans is the day for the entire world or something. something. You nailed it, Brian. You nailed it. Some iconic Bill Pullman speech in Independence Day, which I kind of miss those movies coming out on Independence Day. Those were kind of always... I have not seen that movie in a long time, and I kind of want to go back and watch it. That's like vintage, vintage, I guess, uh, Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good movies, I would say. You know, they don't necessarily stand up in in today's realm with the effects and all of that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean... It, it's the Fourth of July. Yeah, let, let, let's celebrate. So, so we we are fighting for our right to live. Oh, right. To exist, and should we win the day, the Fourth of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not go quietly. Yes. Into the night. Okay. Okay. Well, with that. With that, we wish everyone a happy 4th of July, Independence Day here in the United States. Obviously, for our listeners in in France, that we know you're still out there. And Germany. And Germany and Italy, if you're still there and downloading. You know, you guys don't celebrate the 4th of July, but uh, we do here in the the United States. And so thus, we are going to talk about something that happens a lot on the 4th of July or around the 4th of July and that is fireworks. I don't think that is the sound effects for <laughs> boom, fire. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yes, that's closer. I, I would say the pew, pew, pew is like a uh, little like a hand. Shooter. Yeah, yeah. Pea shooter handgun type yeah. of thing. But we're recording this a little early because you and I are both on vacation. Yes, yeah. So uh, right now, I am uh, actually in Pennsylvania. I presume, uh, if everything goes well with my flights and everything else, I would have just gotten back from Orlando, where I would have gone to um, Disney World and Universal, which I'm really excited to talk about post the actual visit of that. And we're going to have a topic coming up here talking about theme parks of Disney, which will be really, really exciting. Um, And I'll have some, some firsthand opinions and thoughts on that. But um, but yeah, I will be back in Pennsylvania uh, on the 4th. I'll probably be visiting some friends and family, and guaranteed I will also uh, be watching some fireworks that night. And fun fact, my anniversary is on the 4th of July. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. So uh, easiest day to remember, uh, as they say. Yeah. But yeah, we got, we got married. We had, there was actually fireworks in the distance uh, when we got married, I guess. Uh, back in Pennsylvania, so really excited to uh, to to be back, and I'm glad we are recording early because we here at the Quest are dedicated to you folks, uh, and we want to keep giving you guys content at whatever cost they say. So we're double downing on our podcast recording today, which is exciting. I will be in the lovely state of Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. Yeah, so I will be on again. The, the Big Island again. Yeah. yeah, so twice in a year. Now, I forget if I asked you this, Brian, but I believe you went to a new island yes. recently. What was I that? went Co- to Kauai, Kauai, yeah. Kauai earlier this and, year, and, and now I'm going back to the Big Island, which is my favorite of the, yes. all the islands. Now, uh, I believe you said when you were in Kauai or when you were going to Kauai that this would be the, the judgment of if you would ever go back or leave any other place yep. than the Big Island. Yep. Is that correct? Are yep. you always just going to stay with the Big Island? Going to go with the Big Island. And I, I think I said in in on this podcast that 
Kauai is like the romantic island. So like if you're mm-hmm. if you have a significant other other yep. and you're you know on your honeymoon or what you know whatever trip you might take with the significant other, yeah, go to Kauai. Okay, but. For all other trips, I'm going to... For you and your dad, it wasn't yeah, a good no, fit. <laughs> no, no. No, we played some golf, but... Um, okay. Yeah, we're going to go play some more golf, and there's apparently some fireworks at the, the place we are staying at, so it oh, cool. should be uh, fun because, I mean, who doesn't love Hawaiian fireworks where you're on the beach and potentially with a Mai Tai in hand and, you know, just palm trees and fireworks, just make it that much better yep yeah i'm trying to remember i think i was actually in maui when we had our first anniversary and i'm trying to remember if there was fireworks or not but it's funny being that our anniversary my wife and i's anniversary is on the fourth we typically are spending our anniversary with family every every single year we've been married for uh four or five years i don't know something like that happy anniversary Alyssa, thanks, thanks for well, forget thank you, what he. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that, that um, you know communal aspect that is uh, the Fourth of July for us Americans, and the fireworks tied to that. You know, it's it's an interesting dynamic with uh, my wife and I, but we enjoy being with family. You know, you could have saved that for back in the day. Could have. <laughs> Too late. Too late. It's been out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's check out some fireworks news. You're a newsman. I ever tell you otherwise, punch me in the face. So I found some local fireworks news. Uh, Kitsap County Board of Commissioners has recently voted to restrict sale and use of certain fireworks during a period when dry conditions are predicted. And so this is limiting five categories of fireworks. They will be banned in unincorporated parts of the county from June 28th to November 1st, which is pretty big. And I don't know about Pennsylvania, but for the most part in Washington, uh, cities ban fireworks or a good majority of fireworks, but unincorporated parts of the counties typically do not ban uh, fireworks. So actually where I live and we are right now, we are in unincorporated Renton. And so fireworks are actually not illegal here. Yeah. And so people go a little nuts out in this area. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And and for those who aren't from Washington, Kitsap County is a little bit west of Seattle. Yeah. Uh, so across, across the water, if you would. But yeah. So I actually found in my research, uh, interesting enough, that I believe it's Massachusetts is the only state that does not allow any commercial sale. Uh, no, that's wrong? Wrong. Oh. I got three states. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's changed since I found that out. We'll, but we'll, we'll go we'll into get, that. We'll in, get into that. But, yeah, I didn't realize the incorporated um, yeah. uh, aspect of things uh, kind of differentiates it. But, yeah, I I, I mean, I've, I've been here for the 4th of July. You know, we've lived here uh, in the Seattle area um, for, I want to say, six this almost seven years and um we've only been in here been here for maybe one of those years because Mm -hmm. we typically travel for that time of year but um there's a lot there's a lot of noise uh for sure so a lot of uh, people have it yeah so continue on the story so ground spinners helicopter and spinner aerial devices roman candle aerial devices multi-shot batter and chain fired shell devices and multi-tube devices are all what is banned so the kitsap county fire marshal david lim uh he reiterated that uh, it isn't a full ban on everything that quote-unquote safe and sane fireworks are still allowed and i kind of had to chuckle at that that statement of safe and sane yeah the safe ones are good yeah (laughs) also Along with all of these fireworks and, and anything that goes up in the air, the fallout area uh, must be entirely over water, which I thought was very interesting that mm-hmm. any of these you know mortar shells or things that are shot up actually have to be shot out over water. Now, granted, Kitsap you know, County has a lot of water with the Puget Sound and all, a lot of lakes and things like that, right. but... I did think that was kind of an interesting note in the uh, the law that they uh, had passed. Yeah, interesting. 
And I can't wait to debate these uh, state laws um, that you've brought up. Oh, but, crap. Um, but anyway, uh, so we typically like to stay out of the the politics of of things. You know, there's enough weight in this world. Um, but one of the things that uh, actually came up recently regarding fireworks is actually – uh, you know, and I won't go too in depth into this, but the tariffs that are pushed out uh, for China in particular, and there's you know recent ones with Mexico, but China's tariffs could affect the fireworks that are used this year. So this year, and especially and potentially into next year, because 95% of the fireworks are made in China. So what you're going to see here, and this is you know. You know, I don't think it'll affect too much this year. Um, we'll see, I guess. But what you'll see is a lot of these mom and pop, um, you know, communities. I won't say mom and pop, but these small communities that are coming together to, you know, raise funds potentially to put on the fireworks for their their town. Um, it's going to get more costly between the trade wars between uh, China and the United States. So. Uh, because of those things, uh, you might see less fireworks shows. You're still going to see the big ones. If you're watching on TV, you're going to see the big ones. But it's possible that your town um, may do less uh, because of the added costs. But uh, TBD. But it'll be interesting to see to, and monitor over the next year or so how those tariffs affect. Because they've t- affected a lot of other things. And, and um, because China creates so much of these fireworks, um, I think... You know, there's 250 million pounds of fireworks that are imported into the United States each year, and 95% of that comes from China. So, okay, we can just get it over with. You're you can, wrong. You can tell me I'm wrong. Yes, yes, yes. New Jersey allowed them in 2017. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have Delaware? Delaware was my other state. That so, the, what I have listed is Massachusetts bans the sale and use of all consumer fireworks, including novelties and sparklers. And then two other states, Illinois and Vermont, permit the sale and use of only wire or wood stick sparklers and no other novelties. Um, and then there's a variation of other things. Uh, there is some stuff listed on, on Delaware, um, but they allow sparklers and non-explosives um, for, for that state in particular it's very you know just like here's a question though so i'm looking at delaware delaware the state law provides that no person shall possess offer to sale sale or discharge any type of fireworks well this is of 2018 so if you have something of 2019 brian then you win. Otherwise, this is the American Pyro. This is Delaware APA. This is Delaware dot gov. Well, maybe they're late to update their things. Regardless, there isn't very many states we can debate this. Maybe that's a friendship test that we'll have. Yeah, right? we're gonna have a friendship test on the end <laughs> on of that this. because because yeah, that little part at the end that you were talking about, we're gonna have to have a friendship test on that because sure. we're gonna sure. debate that. Fine, we will. But for now, let's You're agree. You're right. I'm wrong. Okay. Yep. Move on. Dropping knowledge now. All right. So fireworks at their core is really just a chemical reaction. So there's three key components to this firework. An oxidizer, a fuel, and a chemical mixture to produce the color. So the oxidizer breaks down the chemical compounds in the fuel, releasing all of the energy. And when we kind of get into the history, it was really in the second century BC that the first natural fireworks were kind of discovered again. You know, when we go back this far, it's really hard to figure out dates and, you know, what actually happened. But the idea was that bamboo stalks were thrown into the fire and they would explode Uh, after overheating and the hollow air pocket would make the bang sound bam bamboo stock when you say bamboo stocks is that like a like do you know what that is is that like a bamboo like stock if you would yes interesting that's what i said didn't i Uh, maybe i don't uh, maybe i didn't catch that aspect of it but i'm just trying to picture this in my head what it would look like 
you just somebody throwing bamboo instead of a, a, a wood log or whatever yep. and, and that because it's hollow and there's an air pocket in there sure and if it's capped on either side the air it pocket, explodes yep i want to try this it just makes a loud sound it, sure it's, it's, but i still want to try this it's more of a, a firecracker than okay. a yep. firework per yep. se and at this time it was used to ward off evil spirits as well as we're talking about um, obviously with the bamboo we're in china at this point and there was larger mountain people that they referred to okay that they were trying to scare off with these big bangs oh okay cool. so then we move on to uh the eighth century a.d in medieval chinese tang dynasty and this is when alchemists started to add potassium nitrate sulfur and charcoal uh, into the bamboo stock and this is really where gunpowder was first found it's yep. interesting because they were initially looking for this firework and kind of playing with this stock and and the the elements that they were putting into it um, as a more of a firework and celebratory thing what resulted from it they actually learned how to develop gunpowder so it wasn't the development of gunpowder that led to the invention of fireworks it was actually the other way around hmm. cool this uh this mixture they were also searching for an elixir for immortality i don't know how they would think that potassium nitrate sulfur and charcoal would all be something some key to immortality but mm -hmm. Sounds That's intriguing enough to try it. Yeah. And then in 1295, Marco Polo, the famed Marco Polo, uh, brought back fireworks from China to Europe. And, and that's when we started to see the production in Europe. So it was 1486 when the first fireworks, quote unquote, display was documented. And this was uh, for... King Henry the Seventh, and then in the 17th century, uh, fireworks really started to become popular. And also in the 17th century, we saw John Smith. Um, he was the first person to use fireworks in the United States. John Smith, like the explorer John Smith, yeah, from Pocahontas, yeah, one in the same. <laughs> okay, yes, uh, cool. he uh, he used them in the United States when he was over here um, exploring and apparently freaked out some of the native americans I and would be terrified <laughs> yeah the americans come over here and then they start throwing over you mean english or english sorry english come over and start blowing things up and yeah yeah in 1770 was the worst fireworks related accident we've ever seen uh when marie antoinette wed to king louis the 16th um, there was 133 people killed in a stampede what? after a partially detonated rocket shot into the crowd. What? And most of those people died from a stampede? Stampede part of it, not from the actual oh rockets. Oh, my gosh. Or, yeah. That's awful. We move ahead to the 1830s, and the Italian pyrotechnics invented the aerial shell as well as the idea behind changing colors um so alchemists that were italian were were playing around with the different color combinations and mm -hmm. and different metals and and such that that could create different colors when they exploded oh one, one other note is that uh americans have been celebrating the fourth of july with fireworks since 1776 so the first uh anniversary of the independence day 1777 excuse me 17 so so starting in 1777 they had fireworks yep that is awesome yeah so I, it's not like a oh yeah we started in the 1900s it's like basically yeah. since year no, one I, I mean i i i guess what i my limited knowledge on fireworks i would have guessed that they've been around forever in some small facet mm. but in the 1700s you know late 1700s to be tying that to a celebratory occasion and on the 4th of July like that is 
that's pretty cool yeah that's impressive so uh some of the colors that that we talk about so there's a red that can be produced from uh lithium or uh, stronium calcium produces an orange sodium produces yellow barium produces green copper produces blue um, and blue is actually the hardest color to produce because it has to burn so high that it it kind of gets into that white color um, because of the temperature that it's burning at cesium produces indigo potassium produces violet gold is produced by either charcoal iron or something called lamp black which i've never heard of before okay uh, and then white can be produced by titanium aluminum or magnesium and the brightest firework uh, is typically produ produced by aluminum so can you guess and maybe you already have this in your stats but the uh largest consumer of fireworks in the world uh like occasion and location is that what no like company oh the company Ooh. um well considering that 95 percent come from china is it a chinese company no consumer oh. consumer oh, consumer uh i don't know walt disney oh that makes a ton of sense yes yeah i don't have the stats behind that but that makes a ton of sense so they are actually the second largest in explosive devices um obviously first in fireworks but in terms of just sheer explosive devices they're second behind the defense department that behind the defense department well again i'm not shocked because every single night Walt Disney World every single yeah. night and it was Magic Kingdom I think at yeah. least has it maybe other parks do as well but at least Magic yeah. Kingdom has it every single night which is and, and they're pretty pretty it's long mad. It's, it's, it's like the 4th of July yeah. it's bigger than what at least my community put together you know um, when it would happen so that's yeah. impressive so a, a couple other facts that I have is that Queen Elizabeth had the fascination with fireworks, and so she created an honorary title of Fire Master of England for the individual who created the best fireworks. You are Fire Master. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty epic and worth trying for. Yeah. Uh, if the I queen would, think so. would crown, crown you, quote unquote, yeah. the Fire Master. And then the, the last note that I have is the fear of fireworks is covtap prio gasophobia why <laughs> i don't know honestly why <laughs> sometimes i question uh human culture human nature i humans i don't know what it is but why would that be the name of i i understand that there is a fear of it i mean i understand the pyro gas part of it but like the cove tri pro I, yeah i don't know don't know why don't they call it firework phobia like honestly that would be easier or just like pyrophobia Py sure why not but why make something up that is harder to pronounce than it actually you know but there's plenty of them out there and i mean i'm kind of scared of that word more than yeah. anything that i would well, be I bet, scared of i bet the, there is a scared of that word long words word um scared of words that you cannot pronounce i guarantee you that there is a uh, a phobia of that um well a couple stats from me uh so the fourth of july and fire fireworks in particular on it uh is the most popular community event that people plan to attend in the summer so that's 56 percent uh in in uh, the most recent report i could find in 2017 the average american spends over 300 dollars celebrating the nation's birthday so that could include travel alcohol food clothing and you know the fireworks oh as well. easy yeah 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 oh so, for sure easy um you know i, I, I think i spent over three i spent over three hundred dollars before i had three hundred dollars yeah see well we can get into this but i i never really bought a lot of fireworks myself but so yeah. you lived in the city i mean i think i think we need to go Okay, Real quick, back in the day. Sorry, we always go back in the day during your stats. That's fine. 1.21 So, with you living in in Pennsylvania, yes, can you 
like what what were the laws for fireworks? So I remember having the 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 couple things that I remember having are one sparklers. Everybody had sparklers, mm-hmm. and two the um, what are those things that you throw at people's feet? Oh, popper uh, Pop. cracker crack crackets. Crackets. I don't know. I was gonna say poppets. 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 That doesn't sound right. Anyway, those things that just you throw down at the, ra- the yeah, ground. Yeah, poppets. Oh, interesting. Never would have guessed that was the name of them. But yeah, so we would have them, which is literally the lowest scale of things. I don't remember being able to buy a lot of good fireworks. Yeah. Uh, if I this is this could be completely misguided, but my memory as a child there so we used to go up and down the coast on vacation so we would go we would go to orlando um kind of thing but uh when we would drive down as a family and all crammed in a car we would cross uh south of the border which is literally a location and once you cross south of the border and 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 once you're in that area which is like this small town which is very odd town i wouldn't really want to stay in that town they have a huge fireworks sale there and um so you can buy uh oh in south carolina yeah in south carolina oh yeah Yeah. i've been there yeah fun random story uh totally off a tangent and not related to the fourth of july but going to south of the border we you know typically we would drive down for our trips and we would find a a spot to to stay and so we were getting kind of tired and we were thinking about staying in south of the border i think this was on our way back up and so heading north of the border north of the border yes and apparently it was such a it was a popular time when we were traveling and they had one room that was available mm-hmm. in this one hotel or whatever that was there and it was the honeymoon suite Ooh. and so i i don't know why i don't have a great memory but i remember this vividly looking at the pictures of the room while we were at the hotel and, and debating if we wanted it. And it was a heart. It was as cheesy as you could get a heart shaped bed. It was uh, pink. Nice. Uh, it was like very over the top. And nice. uh, it was my mom and stepdad and then all of, um, of the kids and whatnot. And uh, we decided to not stay there luckily. Cause that was a creepy. creepy that would have been weird. Um, but yeah, so South of the border is where you get those, those things. But I don't remember from, from my childhood, I don't remember a ton of moments with like legitimate Actual fireworks, fireworks. Okay. that you would buy and okay. then set off. And we lived outside of the city, but um, I, I just don't remember that at all. So, growing up in Pullman, we had copious amounts of, of fireworks, and okay. um, you know, some people there there was legal fireworks and, and illegal fireworks. Sure, um, and you know. Growing up fairly close to multiple Indian reservations, that's where you would go buy the quote unquote illegal fireworks. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember also living out eight miles outside of Pullman. You could really do whatever you wanted and just make sure you did it smartly and didn't light a field on fire or whatnot <laughs> because July becomes, you know, dry closer season. to that dry season. Yep. And, and so you have a bunch of wheat or whatever crop is being grown out in the field and so i vividly remember you know, about high school or whatnot being really dumb and like <laughs> this was this was before you know really you got into the internet because then that would have been really dangerous of of you know youtube and all of that type oh, of stuff yeah. because one of my friends was had this idea of like oh you know sparklers you can make like this bomb out of a sparkler oh. <laughs> and and so we kind of started to do that and never really got it to light correctly so it didn't really blow up but it's like we were dumb kids out yeah. in the middle of of a wheat field nowhere close to any houses so like we you know nothing would from a physical standpoint was going to get hurt except for us sure like yeah. that was all that was and you're gonna... willing to risk that at that yeah, age at that age yeah. we were willing to risk that for a little fun uh but i do remember spending a good amount of money on fireworks because just in the country you could shoot off whatever you wanted yeah. and it was just awesome to be able to yeah. you know light something up and run away because you kind of had that little bit of fear in your for your life because if that thing tips over and shoots at you who knows what's going to happen yeah my other kind of back in the day 
that I want to bring up is those little um, snakes. Oh, that sounds familiar. The little, the little pellets, the black charcoal pellets that you would light, and then they would like, they yes. would like grow. I and remember sh- those things. Yes. Which I mean, we can get into this and debate this later, but like, I don't think that's really a firework. But I vividly remember that when I was younger, being able to do that and. You know, we'd we'd get always get a, a nice log so it didn't mark up the concrete. Yeah. And you'd light those things up and I don't know what the fascination with that was, but um it was cool. Yeah. Uh and then my last thing is that, you know, just growing up in Pullman, so the city of Pullman puts on a really good fireworks display for sure. a, a fairly small town. Everybody would go up to the Sunnyside Park was what it was called. And you would, you know, throw out your blanket and you'd watch yep. the the entire park would be full of people. Yep. You'd have people who would, um, you know, if you lived around there, you might go up onto your roof, mm-hmm. um, all of that kind of stuff. But but those kind of stick in my head of like times of going to the community park um, yep. for the 4th of July. We used to have 4th of July parades. Yep. You know, I used to be in 4th of July parades, riding my horse, that type of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I, I there's something when I mean, you talked about the, the, that most people are, uh, I think it's 50, I think it was like 56% of people yeah. um, are coming together for this. Um, and, and it's just, it's kind of a, it's a really cool communal aspect. And I, I we did the same thing. I mean, you wouldn't. There was one, uh, Lower Providence was the name of the town that we used to go to. My stepdad worked there um, at the municipal building there, and they put on the best fireworks in in my family's opinion. And so we would always go down uh, or up, I don't know where it was in location to our house, but it was maybe 40 minutes away. We would drive to it. And that's, then, that's dedication. Yeah, um, and it was a it was a good show. It was a good show. So, like, it, but just I love that aspect of you know the sitting out on lawns and just kind of watching and and you know doing it. Um, actually, last year we went to this is my small little back in the day. We went to um, on our way home. We actually spent um, a night in Denver last year and watched fireworks, and we found a park that we just went and sat and set out set up and just watched it outside of the city which what a romantic fourth of july and anniversary it was it was amazing (laughs) but honestly actually one of the things that is pretty common and i don't know we probably won't even get into it is that a lot of baseball fields will do promotions tied to the fourth of july if they have a game most teams i feel like end up having it around fourth of july yeah and so when we were there it was um it was impressive Coors Field we didn't even go in it but from the outside it was one of the best fireworks shows I've seen mm-hmm. um, was from Coors Field so it was mm-hmm. pretty cool so back into the stats so 26% we talked about you know setting off your own fireworks 26% of people uh, in the country will do that I would probably put myself in the 74% that didn't really do it unless you consider sparklers and those small little things which I don't really they are they are fireworks in my opinion but I don't really consider them yeah like, we'll have to get into that fresh sure, friendship sure. Best. I haven't I haven't set up my own fireworks in a while I will yeah, say that since you were young and dumb dumb yeah <laughs> yeah that's no, just li- living in the city versus yeah. living out in the country I mean I'm not going to go set it off in the middle of the street I think yeah. that is the dumbest thing that people in oh, this area do can't you just get over it yeah you're setting it off in the middle of the street and it could be coming onto my roof sure. and, and setting, setting my house, my on, house fire. on fire yeah so, right like, like that that's my thing yeah right. no it makes sense and and speaking of which you know put it on my my safety psa hat so there are uh eighteen thousand five hundred fires caused by fireworks every year whoa um, that is holy cow awful and I imagine there's there's 18, more than just houses there, or maybe even less um, in certain situations. But and the most crazy, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. And and that you know that sparks throughout the year, but obviously that's very concentrated and on the Fourth of July or around that time when people are putting stuff out. But yeah, that is a lot um, of fires. So the other thing to consider is when people... Can I just interject? Because I had to look this up. Okay. So 
I just looked up really quickly how many cities or incorporated towns are in the United States, and there's only 19,000 incorporated places in the United States, which is incorporated cities. Sure. So you're saying 18,000. So that would be one house per city every year. I don't think that's that crazy. I mean, and, and it's not necessarily house. It's just fire. So it could be, you know, there was a fire in a car that set off or whatever because of fireworks. Oh, now now I'm getting some mixed reports. Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. I, I, uh, I announced too quickly. and th- <laughs> There's another report that says there's like 35,000. Even still, like every other city gets a... Yeah. I mean, it, that to me is not that shocking. I, mean, I remember in my neighborhood small neighborhood there was a house that got on that caught on fire around the 4th of july um and i it's not every year for us but you know we were in the suburbs of philly so i don't think it's that i I, i'm actually surprised it's not higher in my in in my opinion okay just to clarify nineteen thousand municipalities 16 township sixteen thousand townships and then there's some other numbers around there. So, so that, per, that's but, where but the 19... From a township standpoint, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, townships are interesting. So we're talking yeah. somewhere around 30,000, 35,000. Sure. Yeah. But still, I mean. It's a lot. One. Yeah. Which, again, like, it, you're right to be concerned when people are setting off fireworks that are either illegal or they don't know what they're doing, which yep. is 90%, 95% of people that are setting off fireworks, even if it is legal. You know, I yeah, I was just in Seattle a couple years ago, and I remember walking down the street, um, coming back from Gasworks Park, where they put on a big show, and just people in the street just setting it off right next to a huge apartment building, yeah. and they're like, you know, they're in I their. I thought you were going to say gas station, and it's going to like, oh. I, I'm trying to remember back on that street. I don't feel like there was a gas station very far away, but I'm going to just let, give that one a pass. But. It, but even just doing that next to an apartment building, it's just yeah. like oh, it yeah. just takes a, a foot off on your your deviation. It's it's just dumb. But anyway, so when people get hurt, thirty one percent of injuries in emergency rooms are hands uh, and fingers, yeah. which is is not a surprise there. But head is, I think, the the, the second highest. And this is interesting. So sparklers account for one fourth of emergency room firework related injuries. The, the That's simple not surprising to me. Yeah, Did but I was just going to say it, it. It makes sense in a lot of ways because sparklers are two things. One, uh, sparklers are so common; mm-hmm. everybody gets them. Yeah, give them. I mean, heck, I remember uh, last year, two years ago, um, we gave them to our like five-year-old yep. six-year-old you know it's fun not that have. your five-year-old or no i don't the have one that you yes. were with yes my because that would have been breaking news yes that would have been breaking news that we have uh hidden kids um you never knew about but uh one thing that i did look up which was interesting so do you know how hot a sparkler burns brian yeah i already looked it oh, up darn it okay well i'm going to educate our our listeners here so Sorry, because I was going to throw that in there if you didn't. So here's a couple things. So water boils at 212 degrees Fahrenheit, okay? Okay. Cakes bake at 350 degrees. Yeah. I would not touch boiling water. Yep. I would not put my hand into an oven while a cake was cooking. Would you touch a wood that's burning at 575 degrees? No. Okay. Well, how about where glass melts at 900 degrees Fahrenheit? No. Okay. Well, sparklers go for 1,200 degrees Fahrenheit um, is what they can get up to. Oh, that's even higher than oh, that. Oh, you did? Okay. I have. I had numbers even higher than that. Well, what, what do you have I had there? 1,800 to 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, and there could be different variations. Maybe this is just the average sparkler, but... Yeah. Um, almost doubling what glass melts at glass melts at that is that is shocking to me that's like breaking news to me because i i honestly i'm going to probably tell that if you're not already listening i'm probably going to tell that to my brothers and sisters that give them to the kids and i you know i I, it's a did you know that before i did not know oh i did not know it got that hot yeah i knew it was a firework right like be careful right once it like you hold it on the handle, you spin it around, you do the 
the you know designs in the air and it's all great and fun and cool but can you imagine touching somebody with that like yeah yeah i knew i knew they were they were some of the most dangerous and they get up to higher temperatures than you would could even imagine yeah um it's crazy that it's on this little metal stick yeah and and that it's so common and everybody uses them and you know kudos i guess for you know making it safe to hold and all of that and they only burn you know so far and as long as you don't touch it you're okay but man that's that is scary as a parent i would be a little scared uh of you know maybe there's a certain age range where you start feeling okay with them holding it but whew, that's a lot so uh the only other uh stats i had so in 2018, New York uh, has its Macy's fireworks display, uh, which is the largest show uh, since the Millennium Celebration, and it included over 75,000 shells of fireworks. It takes about 8,000 hours and nearly a year to plan, um, and the load and blast off, or to load and blast off each fireworks show. Um, it also includes 50 expert pyrotechnic pyrotechnicians that are on hand to make sure that the show goes off without any incidents. Um, and at peak height of 1,000 feet, the lights will reach three times higher than the Statue of Liberty. Hmm. So pretty high up there. All right. Well, uh, I think it's time for our friendship test because we have a lot to debate today. Let's do it. This is the good stuff. Snakes and sparklers. So let's start with some of the good stuff and sparklers. So are one, are they overrated and are they even a firework? Okay, so I want to say... With your newfound knowledge that yeah. they burn so hot. Yeah, so there's a couple thoughts here. So one, I want to say that they are uh, not overrated. And that they are a firework and that we should be terrified of them. And my justification for those is, one, they're not overrated because they're a lot of fun. I, I, I gestured here in the podcast that you, despite their crazy, scary hotness to this whole thing, I, I love the writing of words and drawing of things in the air. Boring. I, I, it's not that boring. It's fun. It's it. Yes, for someone from Pullman, middle of nowhere, country Washington, yes. that's, it is boring. That's, I get that. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say the two different perspectives are coming into perfect play here because mm-hmm. if you've never really experienced actually setting off your own fireworks and like you know that part of it, yes, sparklers seem cool. <laughs> I'm not, but <laughs> okay. So hear me out. I'm not saying that sparklers are cool. I don't think they're overrated. I think for where they are rated, which is pretty moderate to low, yeah, they but, are but equal to their... You're over here... It's fun, you know, okay? You're you're designing your own thing with your fake sparkler. Yeah, they could burn your face off, Brian, okay? So <laughs> not that... You know, it's pretty cool. It's dangerous. Just as dangerous as your fireworks, maybe. I think probably more dangerous than yeah, fireworks. Yeah, so that constitutes pretty cool mm, i don't know i just, don't know just I, i'm still always gonna take any other fireworks over yeah. i would probably even take the little snake the little pellet snake those are boring i mean i remember them but those are pretty boring um yeah i mean i i, I we used to get those small packages if i remember correctly that like had miscellaneous stuff like you'd light uh what is it oh my gosh it was like a cannon or something and it'd like shoot up in this like yeah. one thing. But those were, you know, they weren't a fire. I guess that's where, you know, the part of this debate, you know, is, is it a sparkle or a firework? And I could see the justification where it's not. Um, it's not a true firework. A firework is, you know, in a lot of ways, something you shoot up into the air, it blows up, whatever. But it's in the fireworks family. It's like a cousin, sparklers are. Same with all the other small ones that don't really leave the ground. And, you know, I'll count that as firework. All right. So are you a fan of, you know, in your 
neck of the woods. Uh, are you a fan of home fireworks, or would you prefer the professional show? Okay, so so we kind of talked about this earlier. I, I think in the city where we live now, you can't do a home show. Like, yeah, there are people who do pretty good home shows now, but it's like they terrify me. Yep. Like, the people at the end of my cul-de-sac will will set off fireworks, and they'll set up multiple ones and light them at the same time and do, you know have multiple things shooting up in the air at the same time and it just like it gives me so much anxiety because of where they're shooting it and the fact that things end up in my yard on my roof all of that type of stuff so you know the professional shows are very good now here's my one caveat to the professional shows Uh, probably 15 or 20 years ago they started to do the oh, we're going to sync this up to music and, Mm. you know, you can play it on your radio if you're at home or in the car or whatever, if you're watching from farther away than the park. Yeah. And that is the dumbest thing (laughs) I have ever, ever been a part of because, no, they are not at all timed up to the fireworks because it's like, oh, here comes the climax of this song and there's no climax to the fireworks show at all like they're not shooting off more they're not exploding right when the hits of the song go there's really no tie at all other than like hey here's some patriot patriotic music and let's play all of these iconic songs okay so two two thoughts on that so one is that yes there are music tied to uh fireworks like a patriotic soundtrack um that aren't necessarily tied to it that it's just like you know i'm proud to be american kind of thing and you know it's it's fine but it's not connected to it but But, i've but they could they could they could but do you really want to put a fireworks show to proud to be an american like it's I'm proud to be an american no it's it's boring it's boring it's a cool song for the day and whatnot but no i, I don't think you need it's not as tied to it but but i have seen shows and, and maybe it is macy's um you know new york show where you you'll they'll play like a, a pop song or whatever and They've timed it out. Like, it will go to the music. Maybe not for every song. Sometimes it just seems like it's just, like, in the background. But but I do think that at times it feels like they've timed it out. It's like even, even the, the Space Needle and, and the ones that they do professionally in here in Seattle, you watch them on TV. I think Seattle does one of the worst shows. It, and it's like, it's like that was not timed up at all yeah. to the music. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly do not think, and I'm very disappointed with New Year's uh, for Seattle, and I also don't necessarily love the fire. It was it was okay. It's 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 better than the suburbs of some place, but I don't know. I just you know, I I would prefer to watch if I'm going to watch it on TV. I'm going to prefer to watch the New York show or you know Paris does a good one and some other. I don't know, but but yeah. So I I for me uh, I would prefer the professional show, and uh, and that uh, again we talked a little bit about this and. You know, you were in the middle of nowhere, um, and I was in the su- – like, it's not like I was living a city life, but I was in the suburbs. So, you know, there's enough houses around and whatnot. But I just, You can't get a real show. Yeah. I Like, I just – I maybe it was different when I was younger, but I have no interest. I have limited to no interest personally in, in home fireworks. Oh, and you I, need to go to the I, country. I just – I don't see it. You need to go to the country. I like, I like the kids' fascination with it. And so maybe I'm sure at one point I was maybe more fascinated by it. But I don't have any urges to go out and buy, you know, a $50 firework and set it off into the sky. I just it doesn't do anything for me. Um, yeah, you need to go to the country. <laughs> go to somebody's cabin, shoot it sure. off into the lake. Like something where it's like there's no anxiety because there is literally nothing that could go wrong. I, I don't want to put this on on my wife at all, but if I was with her, the anxiety level would be through the roof because she would just be like so concerned that something would blow up or set a tree on fire or the grass would catch on fire or something like that. I don't think I would be anxious per se. I would probably be pretty lax. 
but I just don't have the interest, I guess. My next question is about kind of your favorite type of firework. Cause, sure. Because there's, yeah. there's multiple types, and, and we didn't even really get into that, you know, the formations and, and types. Yeah. But would you rather prefer a loud and bright firework or a very colorful lighty lighting up rather than because when i think bright i think like flashbang like boom yeah and because there's you know when you watch a professional show there are often those like singular pops and they are Mm -hmm. super loud they are super bright white light versus a very colorful you know floral star formation yeah so uh i actually found I should probably share this link with you, but I found this uh, site that has all the different types of things. I'm going to add this in here so you can look at it. I encourage you listeners to also look into this, but um, but the chrysanthemum uh, is the uh, more traditional one, I believe. That's on. But for me, I I'm a I'm a fan of uh, a couple different ones. So one. I'm a fan of um, the ones that I used to call like the weeping willows, which is on this chart is called a willow, um, which would explode and kind of come, you know, like like a willow tree would kind of fade down to the bottom. And uh, but I like the colorful ones uh, for me. You know, I even a traditional one is is fine, but I don't need the the, the big bang per se, if unless it's tied to a colorful one. Mm-hmm. I don't need uh, there, there's like crackle ones that you know make a lot of like like and mm-hmm. I don't, you know mm-hmm. doesn't really do much for yep. me. The ones that don't go off the ground very high are boring to me. They're they're kind of a grass lighting kind of almost thing, uh, almost sparkler level of firework. I don't really like those, but I do like the every once in a while. I love when they pull out one of those cool designs. So, and when one where it like happens and not like, I'm not talking, oh, there's a ring or whatever. Like I'm talking like there's Mario or there's <laughs> like something cool and unique that you're like, whoa. And not all the, again, not all the time, but I think those are, there's some of the coolest uh, in my opinion. But, but what are your thoughts? So, uh my my favorite is probably the um the ones that kind of whistle i don't i can't uh, find okay. the, the yeah. name on here yeah but but they they shoot off and there's you know they explode and then there's some light that goes out in and you know typically a you know circular formation and then um you'll see another little thing that um will kind of you know make a little whistle sound and come down back down the ground or come towards the ground those are probably my favorite so i'm not big into the like the loud flashbang type like those just like those catch me off guard one because they're never timed to the music if they were timed to the music maybe it'd be a little bit better but um they just don't do anything for me and yeah i mean if you can produce something that's like a signature logo type of thing that's always cool yeah but um i i really like the whistler ones uh, yeah for the most part cool cool um so what's a better time to shoot fireworks off um you know this could be for watching or for partaking in it is it is it new year's or is it fourth of july yeah uh so there's cool things about both so for fourth of july just the fact that it's so iconic i mean sure. we've been doing it to, since 1777 right and it is like iconic independence day new year's it is kind of cool to have you ever shot a roman candle into a into a snowbank or into the what? snow like shooting fireworks into the snow no it's kind of cool like what what happens is it it like it just glows it. it glows and then like all of the the um i i it i think we used to call it like alien poop and so like it, it all the stuff would come out the hole okay. that the yeah the um roman candle went into and it was just like this cool thing but there is just something iconic about and, and something nostalgic for me about 
in the wheat fields shooting off fireworks for fourth of july okay just yeah that's fair yeah so uh, it's interesting i think it's twofold for me i i think if i had to give a blanket answer it would be the fourth of july because i like the communal aspect of it i like going to somewhere and watching fireworks but when it comes to new year's i you know nobody's really setting off fireworks themselves um not as many mm, people are setting man. unless you live in the middle of nowhere and you have nothing better to do like brian i don't know no i i hear a lot of fire i, I don't hear as many in the fourth of july but out in this area i hear as many yeah uh not as many as the fourth of july though no. i don't think it's as common and and i but i'm not really watching on tv i'm not watching uh fireworks on the 4th of July. I'm that's, going that's somewhere. That's true. That's true. Um, and but you're watching it. So, I don't know. I I just think it's I love the communal aspect. I love the celebratory uh nature of it. 4th 4th of July that everybody's doing it. Even for for New Year's it's like the big cities are doing it and maybe some communities are as well, but it's not like I mean, heck, it's so cold then typically you're not really going out to watch yeah. stuff. So, yep. I I would say 4th of July as well. All right. Well, it seems like it's time to do some delusional thinking. So, I mean, we're at kind of our normal time. Oh, wow. We're we're getting back in the swing of things. Are you nuts, dude? You need stuff to explode. Go boom. Can you tell me what both of those uh, quotes were from? Um, I... I recognize the voice of that one you just played, but I, I couldn't tell you. Joe that. Dirt. Joe Dirt. Ugh, not a very good movie. <laughs> no, not, not at all. all. But he goes to a fireworks stand. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What was the other one? They were both Joe Dirt. Oh, they were both Joe they Dirt? They were actually, oh, wow. like, back-to-back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, for our delusional thinking this week, we wanted to discuss, obviously, fireworks, and you talked about going to Disney World, and yeah. uh, I'm not sure how close you're going to be to Disney World, or if you're staying, you know, on the property or, or whatnot. Uh, but this kind of sparked my my idea here of: Would you rather never have fireworks again, mm-hmm. or kind of like Disney World, yeah. have them have to deal with them every day of the year? Yeah. Um, oh, man, this one's tough. So my gut, I'm just going to go right off the bat. My gut says to never have fireworks. And the, my reasoning behind that is, one, um, and I know we're delusional thinking, but my practical mind sometimes takes over. <laughs> and Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So if we have them every day, a couple things. One, they're not special anymore, right? Like you're just, oh, it's nine o'clock. The fireworks are going off. You know, it's maybe it's special to our country, um, which would be something. But if it's happening every day of the year, I just don't like, I don't think people would get excited about it. And when the 4th of July comes, it doesn't mean anything, yeah. right? Or at yeah. least the fireworks tied to it doesn't mean yeah. anything. Um, the other aspect, we talk about all those 18,500 fires that happen. Mm-hmm times that by 365 mm-hmm. uh you know that's well I trouble would, i would assume that if it's every day people are not shooting it up shooting them off at the same rate that they do on fourth of july probably not so okay then you're getting smaller shows you're getting like okay i'm gonna set my three fireworks off tonight or whatever Choo-choo. yeah i just i don't see it being that special and the the part with that like you know hits at home for me I guess is that again I call me un-American but I just don't have this passion for fireworks that maybe people from Pullman have I <laughs> I, I just don't like I I like them I enjoy Are you the calling day. me redneck <laughs> um, I mean I didn't use those words but yeah I just I don't know I don't have the passion to go and set them off myself. You know, I like them for one day a year. So if I didn't get them for one day or maybe two days, if you include New Year's, then I'll live on. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, that that it, it's a tough argument. 
It's a tough argument because I do like fireworks. I don't know if I, like you talk about one or two days a year. I don't know if I like them that much. If I throw in, you know, a little bit of my Chinese heritage of Chinese New Year. Okay, we're up to three days a year. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, You know, I'd love to shoot off fireworks for my birthday. So maybe we're up to four days a year. Yeah. So, you know, I think because you were shooting them off every day, it's not as special. But like Walt Disney World shoots them off every day and they're still pretty special. So I don't think, obviously, Joe Schmo down the street isn't going to shoot him off every day. But if you were just to say, oh, we don't have them anymore at all, I think that would lose something to the 4th of July. I think that would lose, you know, a little bit to New Year's, not as much, but you're definitely losing a lot so i will stick out i will i will suffer through i will hope for my own sanity and the sanity of all of my neighbors that my neighbors or or the certain individuals who always shoot them off if you can hear us through the windows please know that we are not encouraging you to shoot them off every day we want to use them in moderation Sure. You know, maybe on the weekends, maybe before nine eight nine p.m. So that you're gonna be that can... grumpy neighbor that's like, "Don't you shoot those fireworks again?" There is a, I mean, there's noise. There's noise. Uh... Yeah, but if it's socially acceptable every day to set off your own fireworks, plus there's shows going on every day, plus but oh, there, there's we... there's noise ordinances, so, here... so so they can't set them off after. So I mean, it it doesn't get light. Or it doesn't get dark here until almost nine thirty. So it's not like okay, ten o'clock. If it's not Fourth of July, you can't set them off after ten ten thirty or whatever it is. So so here here is one thing that will throw a wrench in your opinion, I think, and that is, and we didn't get into the numbers of this, and I I could have pulled some up, but owning a dog. Can you yeah, imagine that? Would that? Be rough. that would be rough. I think dog my, my ownership dog, would would almost disappear because my, you, my dog's okay with fireworks. She's she's not overly scared. Here's the other thing: is that if they're on a more regular basis, I would feel like the dog would get more used to it. Maybe I would think. I mean, humans exist, and my dog is terrified of them for you know years of his life. So, I mean, I. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but, I, I don't but, know. I don't think all dogs would. Your your dog likes you. It's not terrified sure. of you because you're sure. there every day. And so if we shoot off fireworks every day, if the doorbell rings every day, the dog's not going to bark at it every time. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I doubt that a little bit. I think some dogs would be fine. I think that I don't know if it's a breed thing. It probably isn't, but. Because it is a epidemic. I, I don't know what, the, the again, the numbers are, but so many dogs run away. Yeah. You know, can't handle it. Because we'll it's a once-a-year thing. Once-a-year thing. But even if it was every day, I, don't, I just don't. What, what, it, would, it would take a while to get used to for them. Yeah. Probably so, be natural selection at some point, yeah, unfortunately. So I'll just choose to save the dogs. Oh, yeah, whatever. Now you're going to make me look like the bad guy. Well, you know. He hates dogs because he selected I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just alluding to... Brian hates dogs. Well, I'm I'm just saying that's the, or am I not saying and you're saying all I'm saying no, is I love save dogs. the ducks. I love dogs. I would I would cuddle with my dog while I'm shooting off the fireworks. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrifying. Well, what dog. would you well, if you're setting off a firework holding a is dog? It, is it better to is it better to let the dog just just be by itself? Please just don't set off the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> that's the solution. Yeah, but but okay, so if you want to set off fireworks or be around fireworks when they're being set off, or just on the Fourth of July. What do you do with your dog? Do you cuddle with it? Do you do you hang out with it? No, you leave it by itself. You're go- gonna be in Pennsylvania. You're, you know. So let's not even start it with yeah, that for one day. But you're doing it for 365 days. You are putting that dog through torture. No. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're doing it this year. So you're actually doing it. This I, is this is my imaginary world. Sure. I agree to disagree. Uh, but uh, anyway, follow us on Apple and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to us there and, and uh, tune in and look at uh, Facebook for us. We, uh, we're posting stuff every week with new episodes. We might have some fun content every once in a while. That is at Quest for 100 Podcast. And follow us on Twitter for at the Quest for 100. Brian is posting every week. We we want comments. We want people to give us some ideas. Yes. AstroTurf was our last listener suggestion. So we, we need some more. We need some new ones. Yeah, we need some new ones. Yeah. And was AstroTurf our last one? I yeah, don't I think it's Something like that. Something like that. Oh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy was our oh, last yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, anyway. we need some new ones. We yeah. need some new ones. We've, we've got some in the queue that we want to talk about, but we want to know what you want us to talk about because ultimately we're doing this for you. We're, we're sitting here for an hour <laughs> talking about nothing. And on a double episode, sitting here for three hours <laughs> talking. Somehow we survived, yeah. but, but it's all for you, folks. Yes. So. Well, thanks for joining us on the Quest for 100. 